Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast, Season 2, Episode 46, The Psychology of Resilient Leadership, Part 3, The Impact of Your Execution. In Parts 1 and Part 2, we talked about making a decision, and then we talked about executing on that decision. In this segment, we would like to talk about the impact of that execution and who it will impact and how it will impact. It will impact, of course, your company culture, your ideal employee, your ideal customer, your products and services, and also how it would affect your margins or your bottom line. Let's talk about it. Greetings, leaders. The Psychology of Resilient Leadership Resilience means the process of adapting well in the face of adverse times or traumatic situations. Now, there are four agreed-upon types of resilience. There's a mental, emotional, social, and physical. Now, we talked about, for the past couple of podcasts, the resilience of uh, the psychology of resilient leadership as it relates to decision making. And we talked about, you know, the process of using what I call the mind process, right? Uh, M-I-N-D, which is mission, information, negotiate and decide. That's how leaders make up their mind. And then we talked about execution, right? Once you make up your mind, you have to execute. You have to make uh, a decision. And we talked about, you know, uh, that, that you must execute and then measure the impact of your decision. See, when you're measuring the impact of your decision, right, uh, you have to, first of all, know that when you decide, it, it's going to be dealing with your ideal customer, your employee engagement, and your products and services. Now, as it relates to ideal customer, you know, you're going to measure the loyalty. Uh, you want to loyal, you want how much time they're spending with your organization, how much time they have been a customer with your organization. And you want to look at how much money that they're spending and investing or the lack thereof. Like, remember, when you're making decisions, these decisions are based on the three mindsets of next generation leaders, which is to adapt, innovate and connect. And you're going to make decisions based on that, especially in these ever changing transitional times due to this pandemic crisis. Um, As it relates to your employee engagement, you want to look at the retention You know, have they increased or decreased in their productivity and engagement? Uh, Is there, you know, opportunity for them for growth and development or the lack thereof? Do you have new employees applying for jobs? Are they choosing to, you know, are they choosing to, to come to your organization? So and then, you know, you want to test the resiliency of your employees. So when you're looking at uh, 
you have made a decision and you have executed based on that decision, you want to be able to measure the impact, right? And we just talked about how you measure the impact in your ideal customer and how you measure the impact in your employee engagement and in your products and services. So, but where you will really see the impact of your decisions or the impact of the execution based on your decisions will be found in your culture, in the culture of your organization. Right. There's a podcast that I'm going to do in a few in a couple of weeks that's entitled From Herd to Pack. And that's turning your herd of followers into a pack of leaders. And that's what we want to look at happening. But that's the podcast that's going to be. I believe it is uh, episode 48. But here at 46, we're talking about the psychology of resilient leadership, part three, the impact or measuring impact of your decisions. If you're a head of your household or the head of your department, when you make a decision, you have to always factor in how that decision is going to affect those that you are responsible for, those that are holding you accountable, those that depend on you. As I stated, when I did an interview with the CEO of a school, I asked him, you know, how, what drives you to make decisions? He says, well, first he looks at how his decision is going to impact his students. And then he said how the how the decision is going to impact the employees. And then he said how, you know, or staff. And then he said how it's going to affect or impact the overall organization. I think that that's a good way of how you look at, you know, measuring impact. Because the old saying is that it takes 21 days to change, you know, old habits and start new ones. That's that's an antiquated formula. It actually takes between 60 to 90 days to change old habits and start new ones. Because you have to find time, first of all, to have an activity that's going to replace what you used to do in the time slot of the habit that you're trying to change or get rid of. That takes time. Then it also takes time for the mindset to change. Right? So the mindset has to adapt to the new environment, to the new thought process. It has to adapt. That takes time. So, again, uh, when you're going to measure the impact of your decisions you before you make a decision you have to always factor in those that it will impact or affect and not only you know the people but then uh your routines you know how will it impact you physically 
as it relates to your health, financially, as it relates to your money, Geogra- you know, geographical, how it relates to your location, <laughs> right? You have to factor in the, uh, you know, the, the climate that you're, that you're in, the relationships that you have, all of that has to be factored in when you're making decisions. You have to measure the impact, but as it relates to a business, you want to measure the impact it's going to have on your culture of your organization. I'm going to give you a simple formula, right? Mindset times behavior equals culture. Whatever the mindset your organization has, your employees have, whatever their mindset is, it's going to be seen in their behavior. And from their behavior, you will see your culture. You can talk about what you want all day long, but if the mindset of your employees is not changed or if your mindset of your employees is not resilient, right? Uh, resilient where they could face the times that they're in and keep pushing forward where you know um, resilience means the process of adapting well in the face of adverse times or traumatic situations this COVID-19 really has produced a lot of traumatic situations in a lot of people's lives right with all of the lives that have been lost with all of the um you know, the, the, the organizations, you know, have been closed, you know, over 78,000, uh, 78 million cases and over 930,000 deaths. Right. And then when you have, you know, all of these uh, McKinsey and company says 64 percent of employees are willing to quit their jobs with no counter offer in the next three to six months, while Sherm reports that nearly 70% of black workers and 50% of white workers will more than likely leave their current jobs if offered a new one with significantly better mental health benefits. See, that's one of the that's part of one of the four trends that's taken place in 2022. Uh, you know, they're not concerned about pay wages as much as they are concerned about, you know, mental health. They're not concerned so much about pay wages or they are concerned about being flexible, that your organization being flexible, about your organization looking at, you know, COVID-19 policy on safety protocols or looking at, you know, uh, how your organization is looking at daycare. Right. And mental health benefits. These are the things that 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 are. People are mostly caring about because you got to keep in mind between 2025 uh, and, and, and 2050, you know, the workforce is going to be um, up. To, I'm sorry. Starting in 2025, you know, the, the, the workforce is going to be 75 percent millennials, even though you do have, you know, some of the people that staying in the workforce of the ages of 55 and more a little longer than expected. But again, millennials are going to be 75% of the workforce, right? And as it relates to the four trends, one of the four trends is diverse inclusion, 
which means there's going to be more women leaders. There's going to be more people of color in leadership, making decisions. So if your organization, if your leaders, if you as a potential leader, you as a leader are not adopting the mindset of the next generation leaders, which is to adapt, innovate and connect, you can be left behind in this trying time in this time of absolute transition because that's what we're in right now a time of transition this crisis has produced an absolute upheaval of old antiquated methods and thinking and mindsets we now have to adapt innovate and connect in the time that we're actually in and you have to produce leadership, right? You have to have leadership, which means that it's not so much about position and authority, but it's about those who hold themselves accountable to the KPIs, the core values, and the mission statement of your organization that when you step away from your organization, the direction, the integrity of your organization is still intact because you have first, second, and third string succession players who have the mindset of you to take this organization forward. Right? So, mindset times behavior equals your culture. You can see in the mindset of the individual, once you have made a decision, you can measure the mindset of your organization through the culture, but you can measure them in the mind, in the mindset. Uh, it's how they communicate, right? And that's verbal and body language, <laughs> right? Then you can measure their interactions, right? With their peers, with uh, the customers and with the leadership. What is their interaction like? Then, of course, you can measure their attendance. Are they calling in a lot? Or are they trying to be there every day? See, your culture, if your culture is toxic, no one is going to want to be in your organization. No one is going to come in to work. People are going to run from that job. They're going to complain every day, all day, how they have headaches and how they have stress and tension headaches. Because your atmosphere, your culture is toxic. And unfortunately, what will happen is, you know, people will get promoted in a toxic culture, even if it destroys relationships. Once again, Gallup says that, you know, the wrong talent match is promoted into leadership positions 82% of the time, which contributes to 75% of the reason why people quit their jobs. And it impacts that job in a negative way. Number one, employee engagement. Number two, your relationship with your ideal customer. Number three, your products and services. And number four, of course, your margins or your bottom line. If So your leadership development, your relationships, your hiring processes must be intentional. Not just to bring in someone to cover a spot. 
your leadership has to be intentional and not only intentional, but it has to be more scientific now because anyone could write down some good information on an application and come in and pass an interview, right, with uh, saying that they can do this and saying that they can do that. Like anyone can do that. It's like a Scantron test. Anyone can pass a test, you know, just by the process of elimination, you know, by 50% chance this, 50% chance that. But you have to be intentional as it relates to your promotion of leadership. You have to be intentional as it relates to or in terms of your hiring process, right? Because once again, you got to keep in mind, mindset times behavior equals your culture. Your behavior, you can measure the impact of your decision or your execution in the behavior, The behavior will be how they perform, how engaged are they, right? What is their relationship with with, uh, their peers or even with your ideal customers? You know, how is their teamwork? You can not only measure, you know, your decision on your employees, but you can also measure it on the um, relationship that you have with your ideal customer the impact it will have on your customer, on your products and services. So if you're going to be resilient, right? If you're going to be a resilient leader, one who, um, uh, who uh, have adapted well in the face of adverse times and traumatic situations, which we are living in right now, the psychology of resilient leadership is seen and expressed in how you make decisions, right? Uh, How you execute on those decisions and how you measure the impact of those decisions. Who you factor in, what you factor in, as it relates to you making decisions and executing and how you measure the impact uh, on those decisions, which simply in your organization or even in your homes, the mindset times behavior equals the culture. Here at JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to assist your company in filling or building your leadership bench If you would like to have a conversation, just please don't hesitate to reach out. Send us an email at thejasonamohammed at gmail.com or you can call us at 828-333-7234 and we will respond promptly. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.